0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Lonely River Lighthouse. I am your host, Jose Solorio. First and foremost, I want to say Happy Father's Day to all of the uh, fathers out there, fathers, father figures, you name it. Uh, this is your day, and I hope that you're all having a magnificent day, um, just spending it with your families, or maybe you're spending it on your own, have some free time, whatever it may be. Uh, this is your day. Happy Father's Day. I'm actually going to do something a little different today in uh, in regards or in respect of Father's Day today, and... uh I think uh, somebody pointed out that I actually have a very interesting story, and in, uh, in regards to fathers, um, more than anything, because uh, I have quite a few actually. And you might be wondering how how I might have a few, and and thinking it sounds ridiculous, but uh, you know when I share it with you, uh, you I'm sure you'll understand and connect with it. So like everybody else, uh, you know, I had a uh, biological father i say had because uh unfortunately when i was 11 he passed away and um you know you've heard me share i think in the previous episode where um you know he was someone that was tough and someone that uh you know expected the most out of me that wanted nothing but excellence from me or at least that was my my telling of it when i was when i was a kid and my relationship with him went and uh, i you know it was never it's never been my intention to paint him as a, a bad person or anything like that i acknowledge that he may have made bad decisions um you know in his uh his father father's skills or or what have you uh in raising us i look back now knowing what i know and the amount of wisdom and knowledge and life experience that i've um accumulated over the years now. And thinking back that, you know, I'm truly grateful for everything that he did for us, everything that he did for me. He gave us the necessities. We weren't rich by any means or anything like that uh, as far as uh, physical possessions. But we were rich uh, in other ways in the fact that he helped to instill uh, certain values in me that have become irreplaceable, that I've carried out through my entire life, and have not wavered in ensuring that anything and everything that I do, those values uh, continue to be forever present in every aspect of my life. And I know, and I look back now more than anything, uh, I think actually that this is a Something that a a friend of mine uh, brought up that I just I absolutely loved and connected to. And that was, you know, an understanding why my father was the way that he was. It was more than anything, uh, understanding that my father was almost like a still a grown up child. Basically, he didn't really have any idea on how to raise children. There wasn't, you know, you look and you think back especially for a, you know, Hispanic family that, you know, migrated from Mexico to here, um, not having much, not being able to, you know, use the internet or buy books or things like that because those were all considered extra. Um, Taking classes or anything like that was not something that was even thought of or dreamt of back then. Uh, It was all through trial and error, basically. And when I look back and, you know, respectfully, I I share briefly from him that, you know, he didn't really have much of an idea on how to raise me simply because of the fact that he lost his father at a very young age as well. And so that wasn't somebody that was present in his life. Now he had older brothers and things like that, but um, because of everything that had gone on for them and how they struggled, where they were from. Uh there wasn't a lot of time spent together um and there wasn't uh you know any real opportunity for him or for any of them to really be that person for for the other uh I know that he also migrated here very early on, you know worked the fields, those kinds of things, and establishing himself and making a living and you know all those things you know long before he even married my mother um you know long before uh we came along as well so i i understand and i acknowledge that you know his uh life was very difficult and so unfortunately he didn't have the resources that we have now to be able to establish himself as a as a uh, a great father on paper so to speak but in reality, to me, he was a great father because of what I mentioned earlier and what he was able to instill in me. Maybe as a child, I didn't uh, appreciate the amount of work I had to put in into my school work, the amount of work I had to put in into always being better than every other kid that was in my class or, you know, any sport that I was in I had to be the best person out there regardless of whether I wanted to be out there or not. Um, you know I acknowledge that because of that, I've grown up to be the person that I am, and no matter what i do i I do everything in the 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 hopes or the aspirations to be the only the best version of myself now, for my following dad, I guess uh the traditional way would be to say he's my stepdad um You know, I actually met him, um, you know, right as I was on my way out the door, actually. That was my senior year of high school, and, you know, him and my mom had met, and, you know, they had started on their relationship. And mind you, at that that point in time, as a, you know, 17-year-old kid who was... Just about ready, and had had it with high school and school and counting down the days until you know I'm eighteen and I think I'm grown up, and all of that my My attitude and my way of being weren't exactly the greatest, so uh you know i I think back, and I remember this one time where uh you know my brother were cooking and uh you know we didn't really know how to make much then, so it would just be omelettes all the time, and so uh, it was maybe seven or eight o'clock at night we were making an omelette, and he happened to come over that night or however else I remember that being my first interaction with him and he walks in and goes into the kitchen where we're at to say hello says hello and then he says, "Oh, breakfast for dinner and I just remember looking back with this scowl or at least i I think I gave him like just a dirty look because you know internally really I kind of wanted to to laugh for some reason but i didn't want to give him the benefit of that doubt you know the the i didn't want to give him the credit for it i'm sorry i didn't want to give him the credit for the for the joke because it was you know corny and all of that and you know this is the guy that in my mind is oh you know he's trying to replace my, my biological dad so um, the way i show up and all this is, is just way off and um yeah i just i wanted to share that because i was like my earliest memory and i know he listens in sometimes or at least you know they tell me he does Um, but, um, yeah, uh, I think the biggest thing my takeaway from him has been in regards to how I've developed as a person is not allowing people to like, take anything away from you. Like no matter how foul or how, um, terrible somebody might be towards you, like they can't take away that, that light from you. Because if you ever met my, my dad, my, my stepdad, dad, however, that way you can kind of uh, know who I'm talking about. Um, he is definitely the, you know, the the main attraction in the room. He's somebody with a lot of energy, somebody who likes to joke around. And he's just got this light about him where, no matter where it goes, it's just easily, you know, there's there's no ill feelings there. And you know, and I and like I mentioned, this it's not the first time that I saw where somebody may have not been the best to him, but that never changed his attitude. That never really affected him in any way. He continued to be himself, regardless of what other people thought, regardless of what other other people would say. You know, he continued being the same person that he was, and and that's somebody that you know I looked up to in that aspect because you know later on I come to find that. I started doing the same thing in which not really concerning myself with the thoughts or the expressions of other people in regards to me their opinions they they don't matter you know if there's something that I can do better and I take it then great and if not then I don't let that stand in my way I don't let that ruin my day and uh, you know I think more than anything too I began to have an idea for what someone who steps into a relationship with someone that has children from a previous relationship, I started seeing that example of, um, you know, what it's, what it's like or what it should be like, because, you know, we obviously by no means are his biological children. However, he's always given me the feeling that, um, you know, he doesn't treat us any differently. Um, you know, even though he met us when we were older, when we were grown, uh, i'm willing to bet an arm and a leg that he would do anything anything at all to you know do whatever it is possible for us if we're in trouble or anything like that he'd definitely help us out in a heartbeat and uh, i say that too because you know i mentioned that we were we were, uh you know i was we met whenever i was on my way out so uh when i turned 18 i moved out and, you know, out of spite and everything else, I actually decided to move all the way over to Florida, you know, from California to Florida. And uh, mind you, again, I was not the nicest or kindest person to him, but uh, he decided it made it a major priority to go uh, with my mom to go and drop me off, to send me off. They flew with me all the way to Florida to help me establish everything, get everything set, you know, help me buy things that would, you know, just... Help me get settled in it was a you know inflatable mattress because that's all we could afford but it was more than enough um you know a computer so i can do all my stuff uh, you know those kinds of things and looking for the apartments you know, all those things move everything in and that blew my mind that you know it had been nothing but unpleasant to this person and he still took it upon himself to set everything aside go all the way across the country help me out and do everything for me and that's something that i carry with me now too that he may not know is uh you know he has a lot to do with that as well and um those people that that know me know that i do him the same way uh if you're someone that i genuinely care about um you know i will drop everything and do anything possible to make your life easier to help you in any way That's just something that I've been able to develop over time with the influence that was given to me. And last but certainly not least, uh, my third dad. Um, This was someone that actually started as a work relationship uh, over here in, in Texas, probably I don't know, maybe six, seven years back, something like that. And. You know, he was a, a supervisor that I had, actually, um, you know, for one of the first jobs that I had here in Texas. Um, you yeah, know, a little, a little, I guess, a little backstory on it, or at least on our first meeting. Um, you know, I was working, I want to say two jobs. Well, I was working three jobs. I had just left one. And then I was working two jobs at the time and had just been promoted at both of them. But uh, the way things were panning out, I uh, I wasn't really able to, you know, do both with the amount of responsibilities I had at both now. And uh, the job in which I had met him at um, was one, the one that I particularly wanted to be at, you know, because I had the better benefits and everything else like that. But they weren't really fond on... Promoting me up from you know I was I was a lead at the time and they weren't really up for promoting me up to a manager, uh, even though I was already doing the job and holding it down by myself. I didn't have a manager. I was doing it as a lead. Uh, regardless, um, so the day before I met him, I had actually made the huge decision to leave that job because the other job had offered me a management position, and so. Um, you know, it was a Sunday that I came in, I believe, and I told, uh, my manager at the time at the, uh, at the gas station, which, sorry, that's what it was. It was a gas station. Um, so whenever I, I, I went in to tell him, let him know, he didn't really, you know, no really response, whatever. I I was like, okay, great. You know, I made the right decision. They don't really seem to care. So gave my notice all that. Um, didn't think much of it, finished up my shift, went home or sorry, went home, then went to my other job and then, you know, carried on, uh, come in the very next day and, you know, we get a, get an announcement or, or, an email or something like that, that we have a a new supervisor, which is, you know, this person, Um, and, uh, you know, at that point in time, we had already gone through quite a few, you know, area supervisors, uh, they couldn't seem to keep them. uh in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm already leaving, and you know they're probably not gonna he's probably not gonna stick around a long uh a, a while anyways either um, you know those kinds of things, so uh I'm working all of that. he's supposed to be coming into my location today or that day, and uh you know I'm already in the weeds and not really doing so hot because I had people call out and I wanna work. Um, they didn't want to show up or you know work with me really in reality that's really what was going on and um you know so I'm, I'm doing everything about the work of about three four people by myself you know running the uh uh the kitchen there and um you know i got it backed up i'm like really behind i got a line all the way out to the door and i see this man walk in and, you know, he's dressed really nice. He's got a really nice shirt on and, you know, hair all coiffed off to a side and, you know, looking just, you know, very on point, basically. And I kind of think to myself, I've never seen him. I was like, well, it must be him. Then it must be the guy. And sure enough, comes in because nobody can come in through the back or anything like that unless you work for us. So he comes in. I kind of look over for a second. Don't really say anything to him. Just kind of acknowledge that I see him. And... You know, he proceeds to walk to the back over to where my office is at. And uh you know, I just think, Oh well, you know, I'll probably just go and talk to him whenever whenever he uh whenever I get done with this line if that ever happens. And probably just sit back there or, you know, act like every other supervisor that I've had that just comes in, points out everything that's wrong and uh, you know, uh just goes on about their business, adding more stress to your life instead of helping you out. And believe it or not, he made me eat my words because, um, at that point in time, he walks up to the front, he's got a hairnet on and, uh, he goes and starts washing his hands. And I'm over here thinking to myself, well, okay, yeah, he's definitely doing an inspection, however else. And before, before long, he jumps up to the front and starts taking orders. And I'm not going to lie for like a split second. I had, I just, I was lost for words. I had never really experienced anything like that I'm just thinking man he's gonna mess up a shirt oh he's gonna get dirty or you know maybe he's not gonna know what he needs to do or anything like that and uh you know I had never met this person I never worked with him but that was probably the smoothest rush I guess that we've ever had because somehow some way or another um we just clicked and there was so so much chemistry between us that you know one was taking orders writing it down making it very clear and, you know, getting the orders ready, cooking, all that stuff, we were just kind of flip-flopping back and forth and I wish I had saved that that video somewhere because I, I just had this feeling that it was, it was like watching clockwork. It was just, it felt amazing and beautiful and fluid and, you know, all those things. But before I get too much into that, um, you know, we get through the rush and all that, we have our conversations and you know, he just asked me why everybody's not there, starts asking me in regards to, um, you know, for myself, how long I've been with the company, and then he goes and he says, well, you know, I hope you stay on with us for a while, you know, I'll be working with you guys for a while, and I happen to tell him, I said, well, actually, um, you know, I hate to say it, but yesterday I I gave my, my notice that I'm leaving. I'll be I'll be leaving in two weeks. Um, I'm going and accepting an offer from somebody else. And he just kind of looked at me blankly and said, what? And he said, hold on a minute. Goes, pulls out a cell phone, makes a phone call. Comes back briefly after and then says, you know, well, tomorrow the uh, head of HR will be coming here to talk to you. Because I'd really like to keep you. I'd really think that you'd be a great addition in the management team for this company, and I will make it happen. And mind you, again, I have like the most cynical thought, uh, sorry, the most cynical like uh, mentality at the time, not really expecting it, thinking he's just saying very nice words, doesn't want me to hold my breath. Maybe tomorrow he's going to give me an excuse for why they didn't come, blah, 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 so on and so forth. So all the way leading up to it, I'm just expecting that call the whole time that, well, that he's not coming or something happened or we're going to have to put it off, that kind of thing. And sure enough, uh, I had to eat my words again because uh, the head of HR happened to show up, sat down with me. Um, We had our discussions and uh, he convinced me to stay and offered me the position to, to move up. And... You know, that 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 was really the the end. Of that I had to, you know, and I had to. I chose to stay on with these guys and and work with them. Now, the one thing that I will say is he definitely made me work for the, that promotion. So it was, you know, I was given the opportunity, but I probably had to work ten times harder than anybody else because well, one, uh, he gave me the reality. Hey, your your business, you know, it sucks. Um, your numbers are terrible. Uh, your inventory sucks your sales suck you know and i mean but aside from just saying that it was a matter of here's what we're gonna do here's the game plan here's what i'm gonna show you you don't know how to do this great we're gonna go over it you're gonna learn it and i mean this you know this man just showed me everything just about everything i know in regards to how to be uh, a manager in regards to how to be a leader in regards to how to be a successful business operator and you know that's something that is its own weight in gold the thing i think i loved about working for him most was the fact that he was somebody that was authentic at all times you know he didn't beat around the bush he was very direct in regards to uh what's not working and but on top of that also was you know he was somebody that I'm sure you've heard me use this phrase many many times and he's the reason why is because he was somebody that showed me where to look but not where to look at what to look at and what I mean by that is is he's able to guide me through but I'm the one that's problem solving and doing all these things myself so that I'm actually genuinely learning it and not just being given the answer and that's something that I've striven for Uh, from then on to do and every single person that I teach and every single person that I train and every single person that crosses my path is to be the same way for them as he was for me and you know that it didn't really end there Um, you know in regards to that uh, we ended up working for other companies and things like that but uh, I think what really blew my mind is the fact that You know, I were, again, not related by blood or anything like that. Um, He knew that I was here in Texas by myself. And I remember there being a holiday, Thanksgiving, I want to say, that he invited me over because he knew I was just going to be home by myself. So he invited me over. He brought me in with his family. I met his wife. I met... um, you know, his brother, his sister-in-law, his nephew, you know, all of them. And, and just being able to, to be a part of that and not be alone on a, on a Thanksgiving uh, night again, you know, for I don't know how many years I had already been doing that, uh, felt amazing. And the fact that he would do that for someone and continue to have this communication and this relationship that kept going on because he continued to mentor me even long after we stopped working with each other. Um, he was somebody that I've always been able to call at any time and ask him anything. And I think that's just something that, you know, uh, it's there's no words that can truly describe the amount of appreciation that I have for that, for that man, for his family. Um, you know, and and as I mentioned, that's, that's something that, I carry on and, and everything that I do that's it's you know when you take every piece of what I've added it was you know the, the the foundations that that were taught from my biological father um that you know established me into the kind of person that I would be and the kind of values that I would have to you know my stepfather that um you know showed me that there's a different way there's a different version of what can be added on. There's a different version in regards to like a uh looking at at how I see somebody else being added to the family. Uh really just set up the the precedent for um being able to fully accept this this third father, this third dad into my life and uh, you know, I'm I'm really at a loss for words. I, I have really had so much more to say, and I feel like I'm kind of lost there for a moment. Um, you know, I know most of my episodes are really about, um, you know, just uh, things that can help people out. You know, I'm not sure if this will or it won't, but more than anything, I wanted to take this opportunity to really uh, vent what's been on my mind for quite some time. I think. Uh, you know, I haven't really shared full-heartedly, uh, my story, and, you know, why I am the way I am, and, you know, those three men have a lot to do with the kind of man that I am now, and the kind of person and man that I hope to be for, uh, my daughter now, and, you know, I'm just, I'm just truly grateful for each and every one of them, and I love every, you know, each and every one of them, uh, they're, very special people to me, all of them, and again, that's a little different than uh, my other episodes where there's not really any clear, I guess, topic or anything like that. Uh, More than anything, I just wanted to dedicate this to the dads in my life, and the dads that contributed, they're all to me. Uh, I will... You know, I will do everything in my power to be an amazing man and pay it forward and, you know, more than anything, live up to the people that they they were, that they are. Well, before I get uh, way too deep into it, um, I just want to say thank you for, for hearing me out. And, you know, make sure that not just today, but every day, you show that appreciation for the dads in your life. Um, More than anything, you never know when you're not able to see them again, you're not able to talk to them again. And so it's important that they know, whether through your words or through your actions, or more than anything I know as a father now through your success, your successes and your decisions that you make through your life that are just bountiful that that's really all they ever want for you is for you to do very well for yourself and that's payment enough for them or so i've been told so i hope that you all enjoy the rest of your your evening the rest of your father's day and i will definitely be talking to you all again soon until next time this has been along the river lighthouse